Hey there, it's Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, and we've got the latest cannabis industry information for you. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Presale orders are now being taken for a fascinating new type of cannabis impairment testing equipment. Currently, the traditional THC impairment tests could be highly inaccurate, as most only test for THC metabolites, which can stay in a person's systems for several weeks or more. This issue with accurate drug testing needed has caused enormous problems with law enforcement all across the country. If they test a person on the spot, the equipment or testing methods they're using could be inaccurate, which could cause all sorts of legal troubles for them if challenged. On the other hand, they can't have impaired drivers on the road, as it's a danger to everyone. Employers, too, are having a hard time with accurate drug testing. Often, an employer might fully understand that a metabolite type of test is not accurate for immediate intoxication. They might even use cannabis themselves, and they may really want to hire somebody that they know has used cannabis in their off hours. But employers also need business insurance, and those insurance companies often require that employees be drug tested. So while the employer might desperately want to hire them, the insurance company's inaccurate and outdated drug testing policies would prevent it. Perhaps the most concerning, immediate need for accurate drug testing, though, is with transportation. We all know that the last couple of years have brought some serious supply chain issues to this country, and a huge part of that is trucking. All of us are relying on truck deliveries to keep products in stock. Not just the products we as consumers directly use, but also the countless supplies that are needed by the businesses we rely on for our day-to-day life. Everything from utilities to medical to food, you name it. They all rely upon trucking. Unfortunately, though, the American Trucking Association estimates that there are currently 80,000 unfilled truck driver positions. And despite this huge gap in needed truck drivers, the Department of Transportation has reported that more than 70,000 truckers lost their jobs in the last couple years due to positive cannabis testing. The Department of Transportation is already aware that this is in part due to the inaccurate metabolite testing they have, But until they get better testing equipment, they've issued warnings for drivers to not use any form of cannabis, even off the job and even in legal states, even with a valid prescription. They've also reminded people that using CBD gummies for sleep or even topical CBD for skin conditions or pain management can show up as positive on a cannabis metabolite test. So clearly accurate testing is needed, but it also needs to be functional, meaning it must be portable enough for someone to easily carry it fast enough to test on the spot, and undeniably accurate to prevent any challenges. And now, one company, Gaze, has announced that they have just the thing, and they're taking pre-sale orders for their new testing device, which they say will be shipping soon. The technology is really interesting. Here's how it works. A virtual reality headset's placed on the subject. The headset uses extremely sensitive, high-quality embedded eye-tracking sensors to measure their eye movement. That data is then used to precisely correlate that to the behavior of sober or impaired eyes. And all this is done in just six minutes. Gay says that their tests are highly accurate, as well as also being objective, and something else very important, scientifically defensible, should those results be challenged. The Gay's website says that their units are for law enforcement as well as for employers. And it sounds like it will be a subscription type of service, because The Chronic Magazine has reported that the employer cost would be $399 a month. 
Marijuana Moments Kyle Yeager just reported that city officials are trying to block cannabis decriminalization measures in several Texas cities where they were just passed by voters. Voters had overwhelmingly approved the decriminalization measures at the ballot on November 8th in Harker Heights, Denton, Killeen, Elgin, and San Marcos. But after passing those measures, city councils and officials in three of those cities so far have made moves to attempt to block those measures. City council members from Harker Heights voted at their meeting last week to repeal the decriminalization measure, overriding the will of the people. And city officials in Denton challenged their new decriminalization measures by saying that this city is not authorized to make changes to police policies. In Killeen, city council members said that there are legal concerns they have to sort through before they'll allow the decriminalization measure to go into effect. The last two cities that voted for decriminalization measures, Elgin and San Marcos, have not had any objections raised, at least not yet. Mike Siegel, who's the co-founder of Ground Game Texas, which is the activist group that worked to collect signatures for those decriminalization measures in the first place, said, City staff do not have the authority to disregard election results and usurp the will of the voters. Ground Game Texas has already started collecting more signatures in an effort to push back against those local leaders and ensure that the will of the people is enacted. And Ground Game Texas is also continuing their ongoing efforts to help other cities get decriminalization measures in their jurisdictions on their next ballots as well. And right now they're working on collecting signatures for the city of San Antonio. They need to collect at least 20,000 of them before January in order to qualify for the ballot that's scheduled for May of 2023. These types of city decriminalization measures are necessary for Texas because the state does not allow for statewide measures on the ballots that are from citizen-led initiatives. Only the local jurisdiction ballots can have citizen-led initiatives if they qualify. And despite Texas lawmakers' best efforts, polls have repeatedly shown that Texas, like the rest of the country, has a majority of citizens who do support cannabis legalization. Up to 20% of veterans are affected by post-traumatic stress disorder. This is a huge factor in the large number of veterans dealing with homelessness, difficulty with employment, and thousands of suicides. There have been many studies which show that cannabis can help treat post-traumatic stress disorder. However, because of the Schedule I classification of cannabis, VA doctors cannot prescribe it to their veteran patients nor will the VA be able to cover any cost associated with medical marijuana treatment. Thankfully, the VA did recently clarify that veterans could choose to seek out such treatment on their own, in legal states, and they would not be denied VA benefits for doing so. The bad part of that, though, is that there are many vets who just simply cannot afford to pay for this out-of-pocket, and so they go without. One veteran who served during Operation Iraqi Freedom Anton Harb Jr. has partnered with NGO Hero Project USA to do something to help these types of vets by creating the Veteran Compassionate Care Program, which will distribute free cannabis for veterans in need. The program will be donating free cannabis products to selected veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder or traumatic brain injuries. The donated gift boxes will come every two weeks, and they'll contain commercial cannabis edibles, smokable flour, vaping supplies, and other various cannabis products that have been donated by licensed cultivators, processors, dispensaries, and retail establishments. Right now, the program's starting small, with just 25 veterans receiving the products. But Harb says he'd love to see this grow into a statewide program all across Michigan. He says that they have been inundated with emails from brands that want to participate. The program's official launch will be in January of 2023, 
And if you or someone you know are in Michigan and would like to participate as a donating vendor or as a recipient vet, check out their website at heroprojectusa.org. As we all know, cancer is one of the top causes of death in this country, and also one that's very difficult to treat and defeat. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say that in women, the top reproductive system cancer is ovarian cancer. But right now, Professor and Dr. Dale Buck Buchanan at Southern Illinois University's Cannabis Science Center is leading a team who are researching the potential of preventing ovarian cancer by examining the relationship between cannabinoid proteins and potentially cancerous ovarian cysts. One of the research assistants there, graduate student Didis Roy, said the endocannabinoid system most likely does play some sort of role in the production of ovarian cancer, but it's not yet known what exactly is the relationship between the two, so that's what they're focusing on. Hopefully their research will result in some good information for future progress with fighting ovarian cancer. A local Senate committee has approved a bill to legalize cannabis in Colombia, as reported by El Tiempo. The bill is not finalized into law, but it is expected to be, as Colombia's Minister of Justice, Nestor Asuna, said the national government does support it. Once the bill is finalized and goes into effect as law, cannabis would be legal for all adults over 18 in Colombia. The bill states it would allow citizens to decide on the consumption of cannabis in a regulated legal framework. Asuna pointed out that Colombia has been the victim of a failed drug war that was designed 50 years ago and due to absurd prohibitionism has brought us a lot of blood, armed conflict, mafias, and crime. He also added, We believe that it's very important that this step be taken towards a responsible market, a responsible regulation that allows us to overcome this prohibitionist atmosphere. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.